Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And this is Welcome to Undergrad. We're two college seniors. That's us. Tell you all the tips and tricks veteran students picked up throughout their college careers. So if you're stressed out about college. Or don't even know where to begin. Relax. Buckle in. And welcome welcome to to undergrad. undergrad. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Welcome to Undergrad. I'm Zachary Smith, and uh, Danny has decided to, uh, well, Danny's subbing out for today, uh, for the moment. He'll be here later tonight. Uh, but instead, I, with me, I have uh, the lovely Marissa Solis. How are you doing, Mar- uh, Marissa? Hey, howdy, hey. I'm here. <laughs> hey, howdy, hey, indeed. She just got finished with her own show and uh, covering double duty here. About Here to talk with me about organizations here on campus. All right, Marissa, what uh, what what makes you qualified to be talking about these organizations on campus? She ran it by me earlier, and it's quite the impressive list. Uh, I, okay, I don't feel like it's super impressive. I feel like I've just been kind of doing things. Um, I'm in a ton of organizations on campus, and I just help with a lot of different departments, and I just kind of exist everywhere on campus. I practically live here, like actually, not like in the dorms, like actually on campus. Yep, I, I asked her when she sleeps, and she just laughed at me, saying sleep is for the week. What uh, what organizations yeah. are you in, though? Um, currently, I am in. I am the secretary of USITT. Uh, this semester, I am a member of JCS. I used to be the public relations officer for it. Um, now, now. Uh, before you continue, if the viewers or listeners are imbeciles like me and we don't know what these <laughs> letters stand for can you uh okay can you, can you can you give us the long version of the name oh god the long name kind of long me. names i promise i'm not a weeb i've seen like seven anime i guarantee it i'm not that crazy into like you know the crazy side of uh, japanese culture but jcs i was the public relations officer in the japanese culture society um Currently, I'm just a member. <laughs> USITT. I wish I knew the acronym for it <laughs> or what it actually is. All I it's know, just USITT. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. All I know about it is that it's the Tech Theater Student Organization, and I vibe. I vibe. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm in Excel Campus Activities, Student Activities. I always mess that up. That's great. Um, <laughs> they basically just host a ton of free events on campus. Like uh, they usually host the Bash. Um, they host. They do bed yeah. races. They do homecoming, right? Yeah, homecoming. Yeah. Um, they used to do like the foam party night, but uh, you know, COVID this semester. Was uh was that the uh organization that also put on things like the polar plunge when uh, when we get to the winter? Ooh, I actually don't know if that was us. I don't remember just especially because it happened last semester, but I do know mm-hmm. we host all of the free movie nights you really see on campus. Yeah, there was actually one today, if I'm not mistaken. There was there was some kind of movie show in in the fine arts building. It was oh, it was okay. like a, it was a it was a offbeat movie. It wasn't it wasn't mainstream. I think that might have been something else. XL's okay. doing uh they're doing Black Widow drive-in movie um, ah. next next Saturday, so fun times. Um, I'm with uh the big event finally this semester. I'm on their uh planning committee, which is just. The big event just uh, really focuses on, like, volunteer opportunities for students. It's separate from the UTA volunteers. It just, because they focus on mainly, the like, those three events that they do. While UTA volunteers really kind of just does, like, volunteering, like, semester-wide, uh, year-wide. Yep. So, as you can tell, she uh, she is in a whole bunch of different organizations. <laughs> We're lucky enough to have her as a part of UTA radio as well. And uh, that's how she ended up on the show here today. Uh, but 
really well, our big focus for today is organizations, why you should join them, uh, maybe which one, getting an idea of which ones to join. You, uh, there, There's different categories of organizations. You might not know it, but there are different categories. So you can try to, uh, see, like, if you can't narrow it down to a specific one from listening to this, uh, to this edition of uh, Welcome to Undergrad, perhaps you can find, uh, get down to which category you're interested in, at least. Uh, but don't go anywhere. You're not going to want to miss this edition. It's going to be really great. Going to be talking about Oozeball later. Going to uh, get down into nitty-gritty details of some experiences of, uh, that we've had in organizations, uh, how to juggle all that time, like all, all the schoolwork with the organizations and things of that nature. Uh, Danny Budvari, Budvari has joined us. Say hello, Danny. Finally. Hey, how are you guys doing? And once again, uh, Marissa Solis is with us as well, our uh, resident organization expert. <laughs> Uh, she's in every single, almost every single organization <laughs> under the sun, uh, including Japanese cultural society. Although she is very adamant that she is not, oh, she says, a weeb. Uh, <laughs> I only knew the anime club people. I wasn't actually in it. <laughs> uh, she she was talking about a maid cafe and during the break, so I'm not sure. I'm not uh, sure. You know that phrase? Uh, what's it, show me who you hang out with, and, uh, and I'll tell you who you are. Kind of thing. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just saying I'm just saying facts. I'm just saying facts. I'm you not trying to make draw the conclusion for you. I play all sides. You play yeah, all sides. So, okay, okay. Yeah, you can consider. But that. organizations, though. Hi. Organizations. Uh, I'm a part of UT uh, Radio. Obviously, it's why we're here doing the show. And I'm also a part of the esports uh, esports club esque so type of like varsity team uh, kind of thing. I shout cast for esports. How about that? So I cool. shout cast for esports. I actually have a message on Discord that I need to answer, asking if uh, if I can make the next match. So uh, that that's something on my to do list. But that brings me to my next point of organizations t can take up a lot of time, especially if you get uh, super all involved in them. <laughs> Uh, Marissa's showing me all of her Discord channels, putting my <laughs> phone to shame. Yikes. I have them in GroupMe. I've never used Discord, really. Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> so much better. But organizations can take up a lot of time, especially oh, yeah. if you get super involved with them. Like I, I practically live here at, uh, at the station. Uh, I am, I'm here almost every single day uh, doing some kind of some kind of task because I have something to do every single day for UTA radio. Uh, I'm sure it's the same with you, Danny, with UTA News in Espanol. Uh, you're the technical director. You, if, if you're not uh, technical directing, I'm sure you're putting out fires, helping uh, reporters get their, their get their packages together, that kind of stuff. Yeah, usually either it's in UTA News in Espanol or just UTA News in general. I'm training the APC directors, the, the technical directors. We have a new system right now in, in the TV studio. And then the APC is just something that has taken a lot of my time. I've, I've literally been here at 1 a.m. working on the newscast, making sure that everything is smooth. And they're all asking, who's here at 1 a.m.? Well, it's me. I'm, I'm, I'm here at 1 a.m. So like Zach said, yeah, you literally live here on campus sometimes. And, um, but organizations take, can take up a lot of time. And, oh, you know, yeah. if you're a full-time student, I know I'm a full-time student. Uh, Marissa is over a full-time student. She's like two <laughs> full-time students uh, taking 21 hours crazy. That was last semester. Last, that, sorry, last, that was last semester. <laughs> I apologize. Danny, I th I'm pretty sure you're a full-time student. Am I wrong? I am a full-time student. And I was taking 19 credits my first couple semesters uh, until I realized that that wasn't a very nice idea to, <laughs> to no, keep going with. No so, so I guess the million-dollar question is how do you keep up with your classes and your orgs at the same time me for my first two years i uh, just did not get super involved with the organizations I, I was a freshman i'm like let's uh let's try to figure out this college scene before we really start to go crazy and put myself out there uh 
I don't know if that's similar to what y'all two did, uh, but that that's really the kind of the crust of uh, the crux of it. I got uh, I got those early classes out of the way, kind of got into the uh, swing of things with college. Got a little uh, as I became more confident navigating campus, as I became confident knowing more people on campus, especially in my uh, immediate vicinity and what orgs I was I, I had joined but hadn't really gotten involved in. Uh, I just thought, okay, I can I can dedicate more time. Okay, I had that that deadline can be extended just a little bit. Okay, I know I know where I can shave. Uh, shave time off, cut corners there, that kind of stuff. I, I just became more of an experienced college student before I got involved into orgs. Is is that the same with y'all? I think my first year, I actually got straight into organizations before actually actually thinking about what 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 would be best for me. And it was a little bit of a tough time, but then I had to realize. I mean, at some point, I was like, okay, these are the classes that I have to take. Obviously, my priority are my classes, and then I have my two or my couple of orgs. Which of those organizations are the ones that are actually helping me towards my career and actually preparing me towards something? And the other ones are just for fun, which I can obviously backtrack the ones that are just for fun. Because, I mean, as much as I would like to be part of them, as much as I would like to involve, get, get more involved, it's just it, it's not going in the same way as my career. So it, you just have to kind of prioritize which ones are the ones that are actually helping you or which ones are the ones that you're just doing for fun. So yeah, you so prioritize for Danielle. Marissa, you were wincing <laughs> when I was talking. What what's with the wince? What's going on here? Uh, Fill me you, in. You remember that um that graphic that was on like the internet a while ago and it was like, oh, it's like the triangle of college. Um you sleep, you um uh you do homework, you study, you're productive, or you socialize. Mm. Well, <laughs> you can only have two of those three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so which two did you pick? Um Let me guess. <laughs> when it comes to it, like I'm I'm a bad student in that sense. I just understand. You know what? No, I'm not a bad student. I understand myself. I know the you way understand. I work. Solid, yeah. solid, solid reason. There you go. So like when I push assignments and procrastinate, quote unquote, it's because I'm socializing and sleeping. And then, you know, come actual homework is due time, then I just take out the sleeping and swap it, you know? But everything gets done. Everything gets done on time. Everything gets done when it needs to. And I do put effort into everything I do. Um... Also, like everything, I'm a, like a firm believer in, oh, I don't want to do anything unless I absolutely want to. Like, why do something just because I have to? Like, I can do that with anything. I only want to be investing my time into things I want to do. So, like, with all the things I'm doing, <laughs> I know when I told you, like, my list even before we started the show, you were like, that's a lot. It doesn't feel like a lot because it, I actually care about the things I'm doing. Now, this semester has been fun just because of post-COVID, pre-during COVID things. I don't know. So, like, it's just a little bit different now. But when I, back in 2019, when I first started getting involved with everything, it didn't feel crazy. It felt like, oh, like, I feel like I finally found my groove now. Like, I'm socializing and I'm still getting my stuff done and I'm, not, I'm sleeping somehow, all three of them. I guess I can have my cake and eat it, too. And it was kind of crazy. Um... Now I'm a senior, so uh, it's a different question. <laughs> it's a different story. Different story, yeah. As you as you go a little farther, you uh, learn a little more. That's kind of the catchphrase for this show right now. But really, that is kind of what what you got to take away is that you can't do everything. You really can't do everything. You have to uh, prioritize, and uh, depending on where your your career goal, what your ultimate goal, what you want to get out of college, your priorities are going to be different. Now, I had a huge priority to keep my grades up because that's my scholarship, and so I couldn't be here without my grades. So I absolutely, that, that was my first thing that I absolutely knew had to be checked off. Uh, but, you know, you 
college, in all honesty, the it's in some aspects easier to earn a good grade in college than it is in high school. The professors work with you. They yeah. uh, they know that life does happen. If uh, it, it, like you you can email them, and most of the time they'll be sympathetic with you. There's always office hours, so you can go in person, explain yourself. I feel like those get underutilized so often. Office hours. Uh, if when the professor sees that like you're a real person and uh, you uh, you took the time to come in and see them during office hours, a lot of students don't do that, and so they will immediately put you in a different category than the other students in a good way, positive way. So be very clear about that. Definitely go see your professor's office hours. Just go bother them. It's fun. And a lot of professors are faculty advisors for a lot of orgs. So, you know, you enjoy a professor <laughs> yeah. in class, see them in their office hours, see if, they, uh, if they're doing any orgs. And uh, that, that is a way to, to start getting involved on campus. Now, <laughs> before we get completely off track about the, uh, homework, uh, the homework versus org stuff, I did want to make a point here. Uh, Depending on which org you're in, if it kind of goes with the major that you're going with, like I'm a, a radio's broadcast, I'm a broadcast major. So everybody in, at UTA radio is essentially a broadcast major. It's not a requirement. It just kind of happens that way. Uh, so we all are taking very similar classes or in a lot of times the same class. And so we can actually help each other with our the different projects that we have to do like this week there's been so many uh so many people in the class called tv reporting where they have to video edit and so there's just been all uh, a party in the computer lab of people video editing and if you don't know how to do something you just turn to the person next to you and say hey how do i get this effect on the video and then either they'll know or they don't know and maybe they'll know to track somebody who does know how down or uh, maybe you just turn to YouTube. I feel like that's not actually nine times out of ten. Or usually turn to Danny. I've, I've seen multiple not, if, people. <laughs> if it's not you, it's me. I promise. Exactly. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, neither of us are even in that class right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we just get our stuff done. No, I, like I've seen a lot of people like that, and and especially student orgs is a great way to start to meet new people and to and to meet people that are, have the same interests as you. And I think, uh, especially back in high school, it was a great way for me to start learning English. And, and then whenever I got, got here to college, it was a way of like, okay, I'll join choir because those are the people that like music and I like music. I join UTA, uh, UTA News in Espanol because those are the people that speak Spanish and they can hang around with me. And they show me where the best taco places are, which is really <laughs> important in, in your college life. You need to understand where the best tacos are. It was Taco Bell, right? Oh, if thank looks, you if looks, could, if looks could kill that was a joke by the way if looks could kill i'd be dead twice oh no no i uh, to be honest uh, <laughs> to be honest uh, i don't i don't hate taco bell a lot of mexicans do hate taco bell my grandmother's from mexico and she loves taco bell the, the, that's another thing like i've seen a lot of people especially in mexico that have come to the u.s they're like oh my god taco bell so i don't know why it happens i don't hate taco bell i i, I like it it's just i don't consider it mexican food no, that's fair. But you mentioned La Banqueta. La Banqueta is amazing. La I found is actually, actually good. I found out about that place from the members in the Japanese Culture Society. They were the, ones the Japanese like, hey, Culture Society. Oh, yeah. Um, there's not really a ton of uh, Japanese members in the club. <laughs> it's more so Filipino, um, Mexican. And anime it. watchers. Yeah. And anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anime watchers primarily, yes. Um, but yeah, they actually were like, hey, let's go check out La Banqueta. And I was like, oh, you know what? I sure. don't really eat like authentic mexican food because um yeah <laughs> so i was like okay cool let's we'll try it out right and i actually really liked it and like 
Oh, yeah. So many new things from them. Just by the way, this is not a paid sponsorship by La Banqueta. Oh, yes. I don't think they have enough money to... Unless. But it's a, it's a great... Uh, I'll contact them. It's a, but it's a, it's a great spot, especially for UTA students. Uh, but yeah... The, the point is, is that the organizations yeah. are the ones yeah. to show you. Yeah. The organizations exactly. were like the information network of how, like, what's going on. Especially on if you're not from Arlington. Uh, what's I mean, you yeah. get here and there's so many people that are or, or have, are not from Arlington, but they've just been around here long enough. That all teach you the, the quirky spots of Arlington or, or the nice spots here at UT Arlington. I got to explore uh, Carrollton a lot more with uh, the clubs here because we did a lot of collaborations out there. A lot of, okay, I understand I'm saying the club. I mean JCS because a lot of my extrovertedness started with them. They were like the gateway drug into doing anything on this campus. So like they really did just open the floodgates for me being you needed permission and they granted it <laughs> yeah basically you see that's exactly the thing some people are very introverted at, at the beginning of college so and some people don't even know that they're they're not actually introverts it's just they need someone to pull them out of it and it's like it, student organizations help you out in that in that sense it's like people that you feel comfortable around with and, and stuff like that and then you might as might meet Zach once in a time, but 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 mostly people that you feel comfortable with. Yeah, you might meet. Yeah, so after I talk to anybody, I have to go home and like rest for five hours before I can go and do it again. Re- kind of reset the things. It's like I only have one good campus visit in me per day. So after I'm after I leave campus, I need five hours in order to recharge that before is I can exactly come up. Exactly why I stay on campus for about eleven to twelve hours because it's my. It's my one trip to campus. I will not come back. I'm here and then I'm gone. <laughs> Zaps me of all energy, absolutely. But you know what? I'm still here. I'm still a part of UTA Radio. I still, I still interact. If I can do it, I promise you, you can do it. <laughs> oh my goodness, I promise you, you can do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, organizations on campus are a whole lot of fun. They show you the best, uh, the best places. Uh, what was, what's been your your favorite activity that you've done in a student org just ever? Just ever like if like mine was laser tag. I love laser tag, and uh, I had an org once that uh, that we did, we did like a, a laser tag uh, gathering, but just just because, and it had absolutely nothing to do with what the org was. It, we just played laser tag, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's like seeing your classmates and not an academic setting. You know, <laughs> laser tag is just fun in general. Uh, you know, take, taking out anger on people. You can you can push that button really hard. <laughs> I actually, uh, what's it called, with my people at the UTA News in Espanol, I, I, we went shooting together. We went to a, to a shooting range. Uh, they were really, it was really fun to see them really scared at first with a, every single bullet that went out. They just like, <laughs> but then I gave them the gun and they were like, okay, here's how you do it and everything else. I gave them the instructions and then they started doing it normally. And it was like, okay, great. And then they were like, this is a great way to de-stress yourself. And then one of them actually told me, I was like, Danny, I've never seen you outside of a professional setting. So it's like, it's really weird to see you having fun. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> having but, fun. <laughs> but yeah, I actually have a life outside of campus. <laughs> so uh, no, I think it was really fun, especially to show them how to do it and to show them like their fear go out in a second after they shot the gun a couple of times. It, it, was, it was really nice to see them that way. So I, I, I was using laser bullets. Danny's using real bullets. And we've already covered Marissa's favorite with the maid cafe. Oh, so. my God. With the maid cafe. Uh, I wasn't even in it. I only showed up to help out. <laughs> but um, honestly, like, when it comes to favorite campus event, this is just me singing praises for JCS because I think, like, my social life in college peaked in fall 2019 or like it didn't peak it was just doing really really well like, i hit my stride then because jcs was like the ones who we went to karaoke i've never gone to karaoke at all ever in person like and actually like people do that like that was a crazy thing we did usually it involves alcohol yeah oh, <laughs> not a lot i oh. didn't drink anything oh. but um like 
we were singing and then we were out to eat just exploring all the different shops um we went to a haunted house together i went to my first real haunted house that wasn't like a you know 10 minute school one it was kind of crazy and like we just always hung out like it was we worked out together we went hiking together we were just we all lived on campus or most of us did so we would just hang out and watch things together play video games like it was the just the craziest like coincidence like everything just lined up perfectly that like fall 2019 was just perfect for me and i absolutely <laughs> sing praises to them for it with other organizations i love different things that they do like events that they put on like big events um excel did a spring music festival which was i really really pushed for that idea and it was in spring of 2021 and we still somehow did it it was so much fun it's just and then like global grounds i am a volunteer there and I think we also hit our stride in fall 2019. Let's not talk about Rona, but like they really got us like fall 2019. I feel like everything just lined up the way it needed to with all of the different things I wanted to do in an organization. Right. Those were the good old days. <laughs> so one word answers. Have you learned more from organizations or classes here on campus? <laughs> organizations. Organizations. I got to go with organizations. organizations. Now I'm going to actually put a silver lining on mine. I learned the basic skill set in the classes, but then the organizations made me practice the skill set so often that I uh, I got I got good at them. If I only did like my class assignments, I would be like uh, just feeling super underprepared. Like I don't actually know how to video edit. I don't actually know how to audio edit, which you kind of need as a broadcast major. Uh, but you know that's beside the point. I guess the question is why. The organ why why have we learned more from organizations than we have from classes? Exactly like you said, just putting it to practice, you know, like you know how like when you're in class, everyone's like, Oh, hey, you're gonna have to work with people and be personable and stuff, right? Like you don't actually know what it's like to talk to a person when you're thinking about it hypothetically until you have to talk to a person and like it's just so it's definitely just that hands on practice that you can get. And like usually with organizations, it's a lot of college students who like kind of feel the same way a little bit like you do. So they're like, oh, we kind of mess up. We'll figure it out. It takes a little bit of the pressure off. You yeah. know, you're in a, you're in you're in the Smash Bros so. organization, <laughs> which it actually exists on campus. I'm we, not we, in we, it. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've been a couple of times. I'm not in it, but I did a news story once on it and uh, it, it was it looked like a lot of fun. I don't play I don't play melee, but they have more than melee, I think. Are, but are you the guys that hang around the UC whenever you're? I'm literally not in it. Why are you? Looking okay, at me? I'm just I'm just asking. It's just I remember my freshman year. I was like every Smash time I had to Bros. use the, in the top of the UC. They're still there. In the top of the they're still there. They're still there. They were in the what business are, building whenever I went. Oh well, now they're well, in the basement of the library, or they're in upstairs in the UC. I finally figure out other places to study, but it, like if I went to the top of the UC and study, you, all you could hear is people playing Smashers, like oh no. It's like screams in the middle of the place. I'm just like, what? The just, just college stuff. I, I guess just college just stuff. Just college stuff, man. I, that, that probably wasn't even an organization. That was probably just some... Just some match. random guy. Yeah, some random, like somebody brought up like a, a console or something and was like, hey, you want it? And like, yeah, I'll join in on that. <laughs> just disrupting study time. They do it on purpose, I promise you. I'm telling you. At least, I mean, I haven't gone to the basement of the UC. Of the, uh, sorry, of the library. I, I heard that it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's like game section and stuff. tabletop games over there. I, a place I used to like to study, or not me studying, a place I used to like to look at and sit on was the balcony of the chemistry and physics building. But the last time I went, the door was locked, but I also think it was because it was closing time. So I don't know if it's actually open this semester, but 
have you been, have you been to the ba balcony upstairs in the com lab in the in the com building like all the way upstairs and, and like the, down oh in the north side on the third floor yeah yeah no, um, no, no 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 on the fourth floor well on the third floor there's another yeah, balcony the floor. There, there's multiple balconies here but especially in the fourth floor there's a whole couch in there that oh. you can you can lay on it i mean it has some dust on it on the, but i mean dust it off and you can lay on it you can be you can it's it's just such a nice place i don't know you now uta is a non-smoking uh is a non-smoking oh, yeah. campus <laughs> yeah. but uh just just Putting out facts, I've seen more one or two cigarette butts on those oh. uh, on those balconies. Just, I just once saying. I saw a professor or some older guy smoking a full cigar in front of the <laughs> chemistry and physics building, and I was just like, oh, "Okay, gonna keep going." Especially, especially in front of the chemistry <laughs> chemistry building. <laughs> okay. Just yikes. yeah, the ashes are fine. <laughs> yikes! Uh, so yeah, I I, I kind of steer clear of of uh, of that area just because I don't like the smell of smoke. So. Um, but yeah, the, the, there are multiple balconies on in the fine there's arts so building. Many. Yeah, so many balconies. I, it's kind of interesting period. that there's a full on couch. That's the thing I didn't know. And we were walking around and it was like, okay, let's go to the balcony because it's kind of cold inside. And then we opened the door and then walking a little bit and like, wait, what's that couch doing there? <laughs> it's just a couch. And then there's a bunch of writings on the walls like Isaac shot up. <laughs> yeah. Back to the original point, if I can even remember it, man, wait, that what a detour. Why, <laughs> why have orgs t t taught you more than uh, than classes? That's right. So why, why have they taught us more? And uh, I think it was Marissa that said, like, you can like just talking to people, talking to people that in a similar situation to you really helps you to be able to communicate just in general. Uh, I brought up Smash Bros. It's like. <laughs> None of the like oh, there was, oh, the vast majority of those people probably could not have a professional conversation in like a <laughs> uh, like a, a very business setting. But you know, you put them with like people like what one of their own. They're, they're just like fish and fish, fishes, fish, fish, fish eye, fish. I think it's just fish, fish and water, cool. fish in the water, fish. Yeah, fish. a fish in the water. Yeah, I feel like a fish. They're, in the they're water, just yeah. a fish in water, man. They did take off and they. Like they go, like they can talk your ear off about something that I don't even know. But it's so it's cool because they're passionate about it, and uh, it just it's what that's what organizations kind of do is they bring out that passion, even if it's uh something that you didn't really like start out passionate about. Just because uh, it's people kind of like you around there, you can you can get into it and uh, really open up. It's, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say it's interesting that you say it's not what you started out as because every single thing I've been a part of has been an accident. I'm not even joking. Every single thing I'm currently a part of right now was not my intention at the very beginning of everything. That, that's the, I think that's the best way to join organizations. Is just, you were hanging around campus and they're like, "Hey, uh, what's it go? Do you want to come help us out?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Sure." Basically, and you just join the organization. <laughs> and fast forward a couple months later, you're the vice president. Yes, of the, I of literally no. That's exactly what happened in the Japanese culture society. I started hanging out with them, and then I was just like, oh, you guys are cool, and I kind of like, thank you guys for letting me hang out with you like a lost puppy. Um, I, I'll volunteer for some of your events and stuff. If there's any way I can help out more, let me know. And my friend, who was the public relations officer at the time, was like, hey, it's interesting that you say that because I'm graduating and I need someone to take my place, so I can train you how to be an officer. So I became an officer for a year and a half, and here I am now actually a member. I'm like... I actually have one of my organizations where um, what's it called? I joined and after a month of, of joining they were like oh you should be the vice president of communications because you're a communications major and they're all business majors I'm like sure and I and I raised the count like like this, the follower count on Instagram from, from 17 to 300 so I was like okay sure I can do this hey, and nice. then today he called the, the chairman my chairman called me and he was like hey I'm going to have to quit because of some personal reasons. Do you want to be the chairman? I haven't said yes yet, but because <laughs> I have a lot of my plate. But but that's that's exactly the thing about organizations, especially student organizations here at UTA. 
it's like you you it, it, if you give someone a title they'll grow up to it and then people people especially here at the organization is like okay we're gonna make you the vice president of this, such and such and even if it's not a, like a necessarily a good title it's like it makes you feel validated and as a new student in campus, you just you feel like you know what you're doing. Exactly. And as a new student in campus, you're just like, oh, my God. And then, boom, you grow up to it and you become one of the best officers grow that, that they to be whatever title. That's such a good thing. To, oh, I love that. That's like a liner. Someone write that down. I need that quote. <laughs> you should write that down. You keep t- talk to one of your PAL classes about it. <laughs> uh, you have the PAL classes? Oh, yeah, I do teach a PAL class. That, that's cool. I... But... Uh, I'm actually the complete opposite of what both of you just described. <laughs> Every single organization I have joined, with the exception of, I think, one, but that organization organization died after COVID. I had to track down against their will. I'm like, I know you are out there somewhere. I just have to find out who to talk to. You know what? If it makes you feel better, that's how I feel about any organization actually related to communications. Like, this depart- like the entirety of the communications department, that's how I feel or felt with Every single one of them up to this point. Now I know about them. If we're, but, com- <laughs> you know, if we're completely honest, I mean, what's it called? You go into as a freshman, you go into Mavorks because you think that that's the place where you find all the organizations. You go into Mavorks and you find out that all of those organizations are not updated. Some of those organizations haven't been updated since 2011, and they're <laughs> like they're just there. And I'm like, okay, so can I join? No, it's it's been deactivated since 2011, <laughs> and they're just there. Like, Someone needs to go in there and recheck which ones are activated. They need active to have which over 300 not. organizations. They can't get rid of them. Exactly. I mean, like, I, I guess uh, what's cool because you see some weird stuff. I mean, like, I, I saw. I wanted to join soccer. I really wanted to join soccer when I got here, and there was no soccer club. And they were like, like it had. It took me uh, three months to find that one guy that knew the hookup to, that knew the plug to, to, to the soccer club. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we. We meet Thursdays and uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm like, okay, fine. finally. <laughs> I had I had to meet with at least three different people before finding <laughs> who to actually talk to about esports. It the was connection. the craziest thing. If, if you're interested in anything esports, good luck to you. My goodness. Uh, Zach is definitely not going to help you. <laughs> you I have mean, to go through I'll, the same I'll, process. I'd, I'd help you. I would. I, I know who it is now. But like no. by by the time like like. Things are changing so quickly with esports. I have no idea if it's going to be the same like next semester, let alone in a year or two. <laughs> but uh, th- things change very quickly on the esports front. But that's beside the point. Uh, just l- listen to this story of how I ended up becoming station manager because it's kind of funny. I I've, when I finally figured out how to join UTA Radio, which ended up a detour slightly uh, with UTA News. I'm like, no, I don't want I don't want to do TV. I want to do radio. Uh, but yeah, it ended up with a, there was a slight detour with uh, with UTA News. But I ended up finally getting into UTA Radio. But I didn't know anybody there, so I just kind of like. Like, this is the meeting time, right? And then I went, go, and I find a chair and ends up being next to uh, the, the then sports director, Creighton Branch. And uh, Creighton and I, uh, like, we, we talked a little bit. Obviously, we didn't become, like, super great friends or everything. But I knew who he was at that point. He was, like, the only person that I knew who, we, who it was uh, in, at UTA Radio. And so uh, I was about to, uh, like, f- fast forward a couple weeks. I was about to leave campus to go home for the day. Uh, it was it was a short day, so I, I got to leave at like, uh, I think it was like 11 or 12, I think it was noon. I think at 11 o'clock class, I was leaving at noon. And as I'm walking by like the radio room, I see a lot of people there looking like it's a UTA radio meeting. And so I stop Crate and I go, is there a UTA radio meeting? And he goes, no, but stick around, you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. And so I ended up uh, joining NA, I think it's NAB. That's that, that was what the club was called at that point. And I didn't do anything with NAB, but... 
I, I talked to Creighton more during NAB than I did uh, during the UTA radio meeting. And so I became good friends with Creighton, got the job. Uh, he, after he graduated, he, he taught me how to do uh, the sports directing job. Uh, so I became sports director and then uh, that kind of just grew into station manager. But <laughs> it was like it, that that is literally how how you get like uh, promotions and stuff in clubs. It's just mm-hmm. you you just talk to people and then like, oh, yeah, you seem to know what you're doing or you, you seem to be have like two marbles rolling around in your head. Sometimes they'll cl- uh, clink together and you'll you'll get a good idea. You know, every once in a blue moon here, I, I think I can teach you how to do this job here. And then uh, as Danny has pointed out, you kind of grow into it after that. Yep. You fake it till you make it, as they say. <laughs> sometimes you have to. Sometimes you do have to. And in, in the case of UT News and Espanol, I did. I don't know if I told you guys before that I just, uh, what's it called? I tried to convince you, uh, Julian, who was the teacher, that I was Hispanic because my last name is obviously not Hispanic. This is all over email. It, all over email. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. Like he, he was just making sure that I tried to speak, I uh, spoke Spanish and everything. He was like, come to my office. And I came to his office. He still didn't recognize me. And I, I started helping him build a, a table that, that, that that's in there right now. And I was just like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll build the table. And then after a while, he was like, oh, you're that kid. And I was like, yeah, 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 I am that kid. Do you speak Spanish? And then we started speaking Spanish. And it was like, he finally, he finally realized that I was Hispanic, in fact, and I did speak Spanish. So he could uh, finally make me join uh, UT News in Español. And I joined in my first semester. So, so like after everyone, everyone that I knew at that point has already graduated. I'm the only person that has been here for the longest time. So it's like it's um, I, I'm 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 usually the one to go to. Like it's like oh he knows what he's doing or stuff like that. Sometimes even I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but they don't know that exactly. And you don't let them know either. You never <laughs> let them know. I think that just just the fact that I've been here the longest, they're like oh he should know what he's doing. I'm like I don't, but I'll I'll pretend that I do. And I'll try to figure it out as we go. Keep, just keep smiling. It's been working so far, and I've been I've been the technical director for about two years now. So I'm like, okay, I guess. But wearing the shoes of the people who are asking you of what you're doing, someone like Danny in that situation is invaluable because, like, you don't know, you don't even know anything about you were just given like a task to do you know nothing about the task, no yeah. background about the task, no idea what it's supposed to look like as the finished product. So you you go to someone like Danny, and they're like he might not know what to do, and he uh, but he he knows what at least like a, a little bit closer to the ball ballpark of how to get get to that finished product there. Yeah. and that I think is the is the power of organization. Right I know there. you're talking about like the organization and like leadership roles, but for a solid second, I was like building the table. Yes, no instructions, just went in there. The table. <laughs> I did actually because Julian threw away the instructions, <laughs> so we had to build the table. It no, sounds like a very Julian thing to do. I think especially in Premiere, for example, Premiere. And if you're going to be a broadcaster, you're going to have to learn how to do Premiere. And a lot of people <laughs> don't know how to edit video in Premiere. And I have to, like, I know how to get to a certain point. I'm sure there's an easier way to get to that point, but this is the way that I can figure out. So that's the way that I'm going to teach you. And if someone else teaches both of us the way, the actual way to do it, then great. But for now, we're using this. <laughs> so, so that's what I've been doing in Premiere. I've just been teaching people how to use Premiere sometimes, and, and, and that's, that, it, it works. It's just like math paper. I have no idea what kind of work you showed here, but you got the right answer, so I guess. <laughs> The, the 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 amount of um, I mean it's just it's just I can remember myself when I when I first got into into UTA News in Espanol and I was so overwhelmed by everything. I mean you've been to the studio, you know how long 
those buttons look on the switcher. And then my friend Freddie, he was like, oh, do you want to be a technical director? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Those are too many buttons for me. <laughs> but after a while, you get, you get a hang of it. And, 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 like, and like we've been saying, it makes you feel validated, the fact that you've been, you've been trusted with so much power, I guess. <laughs> you know, all those buttons, like you could push any one of them and it would be okay. It would, probably wouldn't be great, but it would be okay. But then you, you, you hit that one button where it's like self-destruct right there. You end up pushing it and it's like Julian has to come in and he's like, what are you doing to my studio? <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll sarcastically uh, yell at you for about two hours and then, <laughs> and then he'll be like, but you're fine. You're, you're just fine. a student. Yeah, no, that's, that's just Julian. Have you ever deleted a sequence on, on, on Premiere? Mm, yes. It is the most annoying thing I could ever do. Uh, you delete the sequence and I'm like, oh, and Control z doesn't work. You, and I'm like, oh, God damn. Usually when I delete a sequence, it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. usually nice. Nice to have all your things planned and executed properly. <laughs> it, it took some time take some time to get to that point but uh but you you always have to remember you're just a you're just a student so at the end of the day they're going to professors are going to have leniency with you uh older senior students are going to have some pity in you sometimes not zach but sometimes yeah um they will have some pity on you there there i'll tell you there's some people that i don't have patience for but i'll find myself some patience just <laughs> to deal with those specific people uh those specific freshmen when they get to tv reporting <laughs> I came in to do uh, a liner for UTA Radio yesterday, and instead of doing the liner, I spent 45 minutes helping somebody with Premiere, and just like, <laughs> I don't even want to do the liner anymore, I'm just going home. <laughs> if I stay here too long, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get roped into something else. Look, I'm, I'm about to teach this guy how to use Premiere and everything. I'm about to teach this guy how to use Adobe, and I, that wasn't even... <laughs> it wasn't that bad, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was an actual difficult problem, but like that... That that's just kind of what as as a new person in the org, you, you there are people like that out there to help you, and that that's the whole point of the org is uh, students coming together to mm -hmm. uh, have a common goal. And for uh, for class based orgs like Danny and I are talking about right now, it's very helpful. For uh, other other organizations, it's the the goal is different, but it helps to grow in a different way, and that is really kind of the crux crux of what we're getting here. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about exactly how many different kinds of orgs there are uh, in here in just a second. But keep it here at UTA Radio so you can keep listening to Welcome to Undergrad. And we are back here at Welcome to Undergrad. I'm Zach Smith, joined by Danny Mudvari. Uh, Marissa, Marissa Solis had to, uh, had to leave, so it's, we're going to continue on with the show here. Uh, it goes on till 8 just going to be the two of us. So you don't know if we can manage. <laughs> we got what? Four brain cells between the two of us? About, yeah. You have three of them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we left off. Uh, we left off with talking about, uh, with a lead off to talking about different types of organizations. You know, maybe you, you're joining in college and you, you, you're interested in like socializing a little bit. You don't even know where to start, though. There, there's a couple different uh, types of organizations out there. Uh, for like, there's there's cultures, a whole bunch of culture organizations. You heard Marissa earlier talk all the time about Japanese culture society, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It just uh, it's it's you don't have to be that ethnicity, that culture. You don't have to practice that culture to be included into the society. But the the society focuses on the culture that uh, that that they're named after. So uh, you know, trying a lot of food. Food is a very big uh, hallmark of these types of uh, of these types of organizations trying to like Japanese food or if you're in the Vietnamese uh, culture society try Vietnamese food that kind of stuff that's one of the well, that's one of the things that I didn't understand about those societies when I got here it was like oh okay like there was my friend he was like oh I'm part of the Vietnamese the Filipino society I'm like 
you're Hispanic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm still part of the Filipino society. It's like it's more about learning cultures. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, so I I sort of went to a couple of the meetings of the Nepalese society, uh, just because I wanted to connect more with 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 people. I didn't speak Nepali, and some people did speak Nepali, and it was mostly Nepali people. But yeah, if you go to stuff like that, like Japanese, Filipino society, Vietnamese society, uh, Korean society is a big one too. Uh, it's like, it's it's not necessarily about a bunch of people that are Korean or Japanese or, or all that stuff. It's more about learning about the culture with those Ex- experience, experience a lot of time the culture, the culture as well. Yeah. Um, like I said, with food, though, um, I'm sure there's uh, like different trips, like watching movies and things of that nature. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really about experiencing the culture and you don't have to be uh, that ethnicity. You don't have to be practicing practicing that culture in order to join it. It's, um, I'm not sure if it's a large misconception these days. A lot of high schools have something very similar going on um, going on, on those campuses as well. So it's just kind of like uh, the college version of that, if you will. Now, uh, so uh, just going down the list here, there's culture, but there's also academic organizations. Uh, like a, there's a, the Honor College is the, the be- probably the best example here that most people have heard about. You, you, when you join uh, When you join UTA, um, depending on what like test scores and GPA your high school, you might be invited to the honors college. Um, usually, there is a GPA threshold for these types of organizations, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but you uh, like you, you join the honors college, and you get you can get ex- you get extra work. I think uh, in addition to just working towards your uh, your certificate at the end, your uh, your degree certificate, your degree at the end, uh, like the, you, you have a little bit of extra requirements, but you can graduate uh, at least in the honor college with uh, an honors degree. Uh, the different organizations uh, would have like different kind of equivalents of that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it, it's exactly what it sounds like. They're focused on academic. Uh, there, there's places on campus that I know uh, you have to be a part of some of these organizations to, to access, like Honors College. Uh, they, they have the Honors Library. Is exactly what it sounds like. It's well, the, li- honors, the whole Honors College building is is uh, what's it called? Is dedicated for only only honor students. Sorry, yeah, only honor students. And I think it has it comes with some perks. I mean, um, I have some friends that are part of the Honors College. I didn't want to join just because I mean I just didn't know necessarily what it was. But it, they told me they're like, oh, there's free printing. Uh, you can do research in there. It's it's easy, uh, and then uh, obviously you can add it to your resume whenever you're applying for scholarships. Right, and you know if you're a STEM major and your classes are insanely difficult, you can find people that are more academic oriented, like uh, like you are, and uh, really it, it, like make study groups that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, that that's really I the, the hallmarks for for those is that the, those people that take academic academia uh, very serious. Well, not very seriously. Like, they take it more seriously than like, an average student would. Uh, they they don't just casually say, "Yeah, I think I'm going to take a C on this subject," or "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to turn it in." It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I don't think I've met any broadcast students that are in the honors college. I don't at least not I remember. Uh, I think we're all just more in our our, our own little world. Over here, <laughs> we we have we have our own our own honors college here at broadcast. Is the broadcast college? Is the broadcast? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it's free printing, what you're after, you can find free printing somewhere around the campus. I mean, there's always uh, there's always chances. If if it's uh, there's scholarships that you're after, the com department. I think the com department is one of the best at, at get, putting out scholarships, and and I know that like no other department does the things that where like. They put out scholarships in the middle of the hallway, and they're like, "Oh, so only two people have gotten this so many scholarships because they do that." It's I know. crazy. I'm telling you, th- these people are great. But that, that different edition that, yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll we'll <laughs> cover that in the future. Uh, scholarships are its own monster. But yeah, academia, uh, ac- 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 academic organizations, just really, 
if if you if you take academics seriously and you want to be surrounded by people who who do the same, that might be something for you. Uh, next one on the list there here is uh, uh, business. You know, you, oh, sorry, Greek life, Greek life, of course, Greek life. Uh, you know, sororities, fraternities, all they're famous. It's Greek life. Uh, you can't find a, a college movie out there that doesn't talk about fraternities or sororities in some kind of way. Uh, UTA has actually had a very rocky history with Greek life um, and been been shut down a couple times here in recent memory. I think the, the latest time was right before COVID happened. There, there was a lot of drama happening with Greek life. Uh, they're open now, though. They're, they're back up and running. Uh, actually, it was uh, Delta Epsilon that took the Oozeball win last Friday. Uh, so, you know, the Greek life, it, they, they have a lot of activity on campus. They're, they're always doing something. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? When my first year, they were trying to recruit me for the Asian Greek life, for the Asian fraternity. Um, I just didn't want to join because I thought it was too much of a hassle. Plus it's a little expensive for the fees and all that stuff. Uh, but I know there, there's some great opportunities whenever it comes to like, um, uh, internships and scholarships and stuff networking. Like that. Specifically for that, specifically for that fraternity and stuff. So I mean, if if that's what you're into and that's what you want to look into, uh, go ahead. And that is the other part of Greek life. There's so many different types of fraternities and sororities. There's academic, cultural, business. Uh, yep. There's so many service uh, service uh, fraternities and sororities. It's just uh, pretty much if whatever you're kind of looking for, there's probably some kind of uh, organi- Greek life organization. Uh, that's there for you if uh, if you're so inclined. But like Danny said, fees are something uh, they they take. Uh, well, depending on which one they take, uh, they take membership very seriously. Brothers and sisters for life, or you know, but that's what makes networking with these guys uh, inc- incredible, uh, like so incredible. Uh, you know, you're trying to go to uh, like apply to a job, and you're like, oh yeah, I got a buddy that works in. Uh, that works in uh, that that industry or whatever, and he he came from this uh, from this same fraternity, and then you go and you interview for the job, and you you say that you went to UTA and the fraternity there, and you, you can always see their face light up. It's just it's a, a huge networking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Um, I'm not entirely sure how well everything plays out once you actually get into the, the real world, but um, I've heard pretty nice, pretty good things about it. So that's not micro fifty, but but if that's what you're into, I mean, I think that's that's a good opportunity. Yep, and you know, stereotypes are stereotypes, but they always yeah. have truth behind them as well. But aside from Greek life, there's also professional organizations, and that's kind of where Danny and I fall with UTA Radio and UTA News, organizations dedicated to uh, like developing a skill for you that you can use in the real world for uh, job opportunities. Uh, UTA Radio teaching me how to use things like Wide Orbit here on the radio. It's what currently the software we're using to uh, to broadcast the signal right now. Uh, I had no clue it even existed before UTA Radio, and now here I am running a, an audio board because of the training that they gave me. Uh, same thing with Danny. He he knows how to operate a TV board as well. I, I this is probably a more technical term, but a switcher. Switcher, yeah. yeah, TV switcher, just a switcher. The great thing about know. the switcher is that you, uh, what's it, it helps you go into a bunch of stuff. So there's like sports, uh, and then there's concerts. I just recently noticed it's con- the concert switchers. I think they're incredible. But yeah, uh, what's it called? Professional organizations. That's that's essentially what they do. They prepare you for the actual uh, work that you're gonna do outside of college. And I think those are the those are the most beneficial for me. Uh, just because, I mean, especially if you if you make good impressions with those professors that are in the in the organization. They will make sure you graduate with a job. 
and they'll make sure you go into the workforce immediately. And there's a there's a lot of networking happening in these types of organizations as well. Uh, you know, lots of guest speakers coming in, lots of uh, uh, lot, lots of old contacts from the professors because most of the professors uh, kind of ha- have some kind of background history in working in their field. Uh, they depending on you know what uh, what major you ex- or what college you're talking about exactly, but uh, they 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 know people in the field. So if you if you want to leave academia after you graduate and uh, get get a job like an office that some something similar of that nature. Uh, that networking opportunity was definitely there for uh, those professional organizations. Uh, yeah, if if job if getting a career is your end goal for college, uh, that'd be the one that I'd recommend. Uh, it's the one that I did, so obviously that's why I would recommend it. But then. Aside from all of those uh, previous ones, there are some organizations out there just meant for for you to have fun. Uh, our esports group cut out from that cloth. You know, it's just a bunch of people getting together and playing video games. And you know, it's 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 beautiful to watch college kids in their natural habitat. Uh, you know, inter- intramurals, intramurals that would fall under the same kind of category. Uh, it's like sports for the university, but not the not the varsity team, not scholarships. It's just having fun playing softball, having fun playing football, whatever it is. It's the closest UTA will ever get to football. You heard it here first. If you go, uh, what's it called? If you go to, <laughs> if you go to the uh, to the Mac on the back of it, there's this uh, soccer. There, there's like inside soccer court. Yeah, it's the funnest thing to be able to go in there. And uh, what's it called? I don't know if there's a club. I've been trying to reach to see if they can find a club. One of the again the things that you have to look into my works and see if there's a club or not. Is there's a club and they, if it's updated or if it has been out of date for like. Six years. Would you even talk to you about that? An advisor? Would advisors even know? I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because those are outside of Mm -hmm. the the university, so they don't have anything to do. I I, I really don't know. I think what I've been doing, and especially for like my freshman year, I just hung around the Mac to see if there was anyone there. And if there was anyone playing soccer, I was like, hey, can I join? And then boom, play soccer. And you might feel self-conscious doing stuff like that, but college kids don't care. Oh, they 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 honestly don't care. I thought that everyone was gonna think about uh, what's called, that I was weird just because I was hanging around the court just to see if there was anyone playing. But I was really self conscious about that. But but I mean, like everyone was just so chill about it. I was like, oh yeah, we come here Thursdays and Fridays and stuff. Like, yeah, and uh, you should join us. And then some of them give me my give me their Snapchat to be like, oh, uh, so whenever we we come out to play, here here's the here's the information. Yeah, people are helpful on campus. That is, oh, yeah. if if you walk away with nothing else, you should walk away with that. People are very helpful on campus. Uh, and, you know, if, if you run into, like, the one random jerk, you're never, you're never going to see him again. It's fine if you look weird. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get discouraged by that one guy that didn't want to help you uh, because uh, more often than not, every time you're gonna, you're, you ask for help, there there will be people that will give you help. I haven't ran into that guy yet. I've been here for four years now, and I still haven't run, ran into him yet. So that just goes to show. Yeah, but... Tracking down organizations can be very difficult, <laughs> for sure. Uh, when I was trying to track down uh, the esports organization, uh, the way I finally ended up finding it is that uh, one of our professors, Ladonna Aiken, she uh, she she asked every single one of her students at the beginning of her class, like what what their career like vague goal was. And I said, oh yeah, it would be it would be really cool to shoutcast esports professionally. Um, just something that I've had my mind on, and so she uh, she kind of. Put that away in some kind of I don't know how her mind works, but somehow she was able to to remember that. Uh, this was the very first class I had. It was kind of a, a lecture class as well. There's a lot of students in that class, and I get a I get a message from her, uh, no, like a couple weeks later, saying, 
hey, I ha I pulled up this information about uh, esports stuff that happens on campus. It looks like you might want to talk to this guy, and then gave me contact information for that guy. And so I went and talked to that. Had to go and talk to that guy. He had no clue what I was talking about. He's like, "What's an esport?" The turns out he had uh, he he was like some kind of event manager for UTA, and he he managed an event that just happened to be esports. And so he gets like what. 5,000 events per year or something and one of them was esports and so he he's like hold on let me see if I can dig out any other type of contact for you that that relates to that event and he ended up doing it he he actually found the right person for me to go and talk to it was actually kind of crazy but those are some very lucky spots <laughs> it was it was it was it was insane but like yeah tracking down organizations can be difficult it can be challenging it's why you should really pay attention uh, at the beginning of the year, especially the fall semester, if, uh, there's there's usually organization like fairs going on. Uh, organizations trying to draw people in and get uh, get like the word out that yes, they do exist and that kind of stuff. If nothing else, you'll get some free candy if you just hang around those. Sometimes a free T-shirt. Sometimes, yeah, the mm -hmm. the odd free T-shirt. No, yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea to just uh, the, your first. Uh, it has to be either the first week or the second week where there's going to be like a career, for, uh, not a career for, uh, organization mm -hmm. yeah. fair. Um, and sometimes even organizations are not do not participate in that. That doesn't mean they don't exist. That just means you have to work a little bit harder to track them down. Yeah, but, you know, no pain, no gain, I guess. <laughs> you have to become a professional detective, and then you're going to go, and go like, okay, this is your At organization. Least. I have all these people that I can ask and then uh, look for the clues. Yeah, you know, professional investigator, professional detective, <laughs> professional, hack, professional hacker. You know, that probably wouldn't help because they don't have a website. Yeah, that's another thing. If like, there was a website, we could find it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. It, uh, just organizations can be difficult to track down. So I, I feel like if I had to change anything, like organization-wise, for my freshman year, um, I, I would probably take a closer look at Mavorgs. Uh, like the, I, I think that they actually, I think the PAL class that we uh, that we've talked about a little bit. I think they make you go to the organization fair. Uh, as one of the assignments, like just snap, snap a selfie with one of the booths to prove that you were there or something, if I remember correct. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, if I could change anything, I probably would have given that a, a little bit of a closer look. Um, although I think it, I ended up just fine. And I, I didn't get into an organization my first semester. It took me like, I, I think I technically joined UTA Radio in my second semester, but I didn't really start to get into it until really my second year of college. And I think that's all right. I, I I think there's something to be said about getting acclimated to a college life before uh, putting more on your plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, certainly some things that you have to work out before you actually want to fully join an organization. Uh, I think, um, I mean, I didn't officially join UT News in Espanol when I, when I first got here my first semester. I was just hanging around the kids that did. And then I used to go to the newscast every Thursday. Um but yeah, that kind of made realize, made Julian realize that he was stuck with me for a while now, at least. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, then he realized that I wasn't going to graduate until 2024 or 2023. And he was like, oh, oh, well, I guess. <laughs> so so now he's kind of stuck with me. But yeah, uh, what's go like you said, you have to get acclimated before a little bit before uh, you get into student organizations. Um, I mean, some people spend less time acclimating than other people for sure. Yep. I know some people that have been here two years and they still are not acclimated. <laughs> so so don't worry, that's you. Uh what's it called? Just definitely understand that student organizations is one of the uh, is one of the things that could help you out getting acclimated to college. And uh we we've touched on it here and there, but of course the huge hallmark for organizations are uh, friends. Getting friends on campus. You gotta if you think about it, 
almost every single friend that you make up until your like your your college life is just because they were close like like close proximity to you and you know uh, making friends at high school based on uh, the classes that you take or the the clubs that you join in high school same thing like just in school in general uh may, maybe like uh, you're really good friends with family members and that that's great it's a great way great thing to have is uh, family as friends but uh, they're close to you. You see them often in that kind of thing. And that's really how you start to make friends. After college, there's not a whole lot of that. Like you'll have coworkers, but there's no guarantee that they're in your same age, age group. There's no, uh, the, like the likelihood is actually probably not good at, at all. Uh, if, if you're a new hire means that you're a new hire, exactly that. And that, uh, the other people there are not new hires. And so they've been there a while and, they're not in your age group, uh, but really, this uh, like some of the friends that you'll make here at college, here at university, you'll, you'll they're the ones that stick around uh, for for a good while. It's the ones that, that I mean, at least uh, the ones that have a higher chance to sticking away to uh, sticking with you for your, the rest of your life. I mean, um, if you do have some friends that you have been friends since elementary, great for you. I don't have any of those. I don't <laughs> remember anyone from my elementary. Uh, uh, I rarely talk to one of them that I just got connected to. It's like, hey, it's been a while and stuff like that. But I was a kid. I didn't remember. And I still have some friends in high school that I still talk to. Not really. Not a lot. Uh, except for the one guy that actually came to UTA with me from my high school. But college friends are the, those are the ones that I mean you're probably gonna take care uh, take take for the rest of your life and especially like whenever you're a new hire and you can't find friends in your at your new job for whatever reason you're like oh let's hang out with the guy that I met in college mm -hmm. um, but yeah uh, what's it called those, those those are the ones that you need to find you're also more uh, independent in college as well as in high school it's not nearly as regimented uh, reg regimented so you have a lot of free time between classes so, uh, depending on how your schedule works out so. Uh, you know, you just go by and you like, what am I going to do for like two hours before my next class starts? I <laughs> uh, can go and like find those types of friends, those those types of people that you would meet in organizations like we've been discussing. Uh, but that, the, that fact should not be undersold that it's kind of where a lot of uh, a lot of your lifelong friends could be made if if if. That's something that you want to pursue. And maybe even if you're lucky, you can find your partner. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, I've seen a couple of people here. I mean, you know, when you're in high school and you see those people, the couples in high school that you're like, eh, they're not going to last. But I've seen a couple of people here that I'm like, like my friends, my personal friends that have been dating for a while. And I'm like, Maybe they get married one day, and I'm I'm have to be the best man at their wedding sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but really, outside of class, organizations are where you really talk to other people on campus. Uh, you, of course, like people around you in your dorms, if if you live on campus, that kind of stuff. Uh, of course, people in your class, although you know, usually those conversations are limited to what's happening in that class, not usually as wholesome or as a uh, friendship fuel. That's not friendship fuel content there. But organizations, you both have a common interest. It's the, the easiest place to start. Uh, it's really helps get your uh, get your feet on the ground, uh, get off to a good start on college. And 
that's uh, it's kind of what you're looking for if that's where your mindset is. All right, so we'll have our last segment of the show. We're going to be talking about UTA's greatest pastime oozeball. It finally came back on campus on Friday. All right, Danny, do you know what oozeball is? I have a general idea, but I've never been. Never been. Well, it's pretty much volleyball in the mud, and it's a blast. I've I've never I, like I've I've seen it since uh, since orientation, and they told me if you oh if you come to Mav Adventure Camp you'll play oozeball and stuff like that. I was like oozeball, and I've seen people like getting muddy and stuff, but I, no, I've never I've never played. So, I well, mean, well, pretty much the reason why we're talking here on the broadcast about it is that it's finally back here at UTA. Uh, you know, grand reopening news here. Uh, it was it disappeared because of COVID for the longest time, and it was so sad. But it's back now. First oozeball tournament was last Friday, and like we said earlier, Delta Epsilon uh, took home the win on that. So congratulations to them. But pretty much, it's a it's a volleyball game that happens in the mud. But like people get into it, man. You got to dive for the ball. Like you 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 go and you play oozeball. You're covered at the end from head to toe in mud, and it's just it's so much fun. Uh, it's it's pretty much like. Uh, gearing up for for like some kind of adventure. Uh, when when you're tr- when you're trying to dress to play oozeball, you got to wear like the shirt that you don't care about anymore, the the bottoms that you don't care about anymore. You got to duct tape your sh- shoes to your feet, because otherwise they will get lost in the mud. Uh, I don't think they even allow you to play unless if you your feet are, your shoes are taped to your feet. They they don't want your shoes to be like on the court and uh, really uh, like mess up people in the future. And of course they don't want you to lose your shoes, but like. It is a spectacle to watch, um, but pretty much the very last ending note here is that uh, on this on this uh, broadcast about organizations is that if you have a chance to try oozeball with your organization, take it. It's a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of uh, kind of traditions on campus and stuff like that. Like for example, have you've heard about the bed races? Yeah, bed races. Excel puts that on. Marissa was a part of X. Um, I I know about I know about the bed races in the past. I've never been to one, but they I haven't either. Well, well, I sort of was in one. I was driving past it while I, <laughs> while I was going to, uh, to you, the court. You saw it for about two point five seconds. Exactly, but, but then you had one. to slam the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one, uh, uh, and it was me with my car on the next. <laughs> oh yes, yes, <laughs> right down the slide. I mean, I don't know what it is about a car that's faster than a bed, but I mean, that's, that's who would have thought? I know. Who would have thought? I know, I know. But no, what's it called? There's a lot of uh, really nice. Uh, I would say quirky traditions here at UTA, kind of like the woosball and mm-hmm. uh, and the bed races. Bed races. Yeah. Uh, my organization, actually, UT News in Espanol, we was talking about making a team for, for the use ball. Uh, we didn't end up doing it because we needed to, uh, we need to get <laughs> There were the packages show. to be made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were too busy working instead of the other no. organizations. <laughs> no. No. Use ball's a blast. We, we have to get, uh, we're actually going to do it next, next, uh, either next semester or next year, uh, because we're ordering the t-shirts and everything. So, <laughs> so catch us in the court next year. Next oozeball tournament. Spring or fall? Uh, probably fall, because I don't know if they have it in the spring. Oh, dang. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say, put me in. If they have it, if they have it on the spring, we'll do it. If I they don't have know it if the they spring. have it in the spring. I honestly can't remember. I've never heard about it on the spring, especially because I mean, if you do it early in the spring, everything's gonna be frozen. So it's not like, uh, especially this spring, probably we're gonna have two inches of snow. We can have oozeball in the snow, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I honestly can't remember. Yeah, it would make sense to not have it in the spring. It get too cold. Not earlier in the spring, maybe later in the spring. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Now you 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 have to remember that my freshman year I didn't do anything <laughs> with my organizations, and then uh, the year after that, spring semester got canceled. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here too. Uh, what's it called? Uh, well, my, I had a one semester and then uh, everything got canceled. But uh, what's it called? At so you have, have to forgive me on not knowing if it happens in the spring. <laughs> At least I have one more semester on you, so I'll I'll, I'll see. I'll check it out after you leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, good luck to you and your team and all you people listening out there who are eventually going to be playing news ball. Good luck to y'all's teams as well and have fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but that's really going to do it here for the show. Uh, thank you for listening to this edition of Welcome to Undergrad. You can catch us same time next week talking about a different topic yet to be determined yet. Not quite sure what we'll have in store for you then, but <laughs> stop on by, check it out. Maybe just hang out with us. It'll, it's, a, it's a fun time. We like to we like to run this show as we run our college lives. We, we figure it out as it goes. Yeah, no, no plan whatsoever. <laughs> Go a little further to learn a little more. Exactly, exactly. That's that's how college works. That's how this show works, and that's how life works. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be disappointed if there was a show about college that didn't operate this way. <laughs> A show about college that actually had organization. That, that weird. That'd be weird. Structured now. No. You wouldn't believe anything they say. Exactly. Because they don't. They're not in the trenches. They, they, <laughs> if they operate that way, they're not a college student. Exactly. Exactly. No, but that's, that's gonna do it for the edition. Everybody, thanks for listening. Take it easy, everyone. See you next time.